I was too ready. Like, I, too ready. That part, I was just so excited. When she came in with that, I said, oh, set the tone and let them know you ain't the one to be messed with. First of all, I think that that was an appropriate opening song, seeing as though she is a billionaire. And <laughs> they ain't going to run no money for this show, but I bet you all y'all go start playing her song. They are uh, y'all gonna be buying that fancy. Listen, so. they've already said like the streams have went up for her music, and I'm pretty sure like the fancy is selling. Just they can't keep it on the on the rack. That exactly. is selling fast. So exactly. you know, I was proud. I was proud. I think at one point I got up and ran around the living room. I don't know what happened. What song was on? <laughs> But I know I got up and ran around the living room. I was just so, so happy with the whole performance. Before we get too much into it, welcome to another episode of Two Chicks Talking Shit. I'm your girl, I'm your girl T. And I am your girl, Fee. And, you know, we about to get into it. So, as y'all know, Sunday was a Super Bowl. Y'all could tell from the intro to Abu, she she killed it. You, you hear me? She killed it. But let's start at the beginning. So, like, when, before she even started singing, she gave this look to the camera like, y'all don't even know what y'all info. Listen, like, <laughs> I said, I was here for everything. That look in the camera, I was like, yep, it's it. No games are about to be played during these 13 minutes. I'm going to come out here and I'm going to give it to y'all. I was like, yep, here it go. When she gave that look, I already knew. I was like, hell, my girl, my girl. Right. So she starts, you know, I'm going to be honest, you know, I've watched the, the halftime show a few times now, you know, thank you to Apple, shout out to Apple Music for posting it and having it readily available for me to watch multiple times. I haven't watched <laughs> it. I, I'm going to have to go, I, don't even, I haven't watched it again, but it is still fresh in my memory bank. I'm telling you, so I, the first time I watched it, I didn't catch that she gave us a little glimpse to the little belly type rub at the beginning. So I missed all that. So she started, you know, singing and, and dancing. And I'm like, she ain't moving like Rihanna typically moves. So I'm looking like, oh, uh, she sounds good though. The mic is on. Like, what is happening here? And so I think I texted you before I tweeted it. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I think I either texted you or you. I, we text each other like, 
Is she pregnant? <laughs> like, so, wait a minute. So I caught the whole love thing at the beginning, yeah. but the way yeah. she did it, I thought she was on some freaky shit because it looked like she rubbed her mm-hmm. stomach and then went down. Went a little further down. Right. Like, All right, let's get better than that. Let's All get right. it. Okay, okay, sexy rub. And right. I didn't notice it until I think she did a dance and she kind of like did like a a bend and I was like yeah. hold on. Yeah, yeah, I caught a side profile. I was like mm, that's yeah. that, mm, come on yeah. now. Yeah, I was like, well, yeah, is is that a baby bump? Right. Sure as shit it was. So she been like teasing had been teasing all week that she might bring somebody with her she <laughs> might have somebody so i'm thinking so the whole time she's doing that i'm like i bet we go get jay-z on you know run this town we might get you know somebody else on something else so like we just might get a, a couple special guest artists i know she ain't gonna bring yay out that would be way too controversial girl the whole time she's talking about this little nigga in her stomach Child, I showed thought uh, Jay was coming out at Ron, on Ronda's time. I was like, because it was like they did like a, a, a screen change or something, and I was like, oh shit! Or they could, or he could have came out on um, Umbrella because ain't that uh huh? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that's yep. his ass too. Yeah, because remember he he discovered her. Yeah, he sure did. Because remember it was sure the whole did. thing of. Rihanna versus Beyonce and is he messing around with her and right. garbage foolishness so it was yeah but I enjoyed the whole thing and I would just yeah. like to say egg on your face to all of you who are loud and wrong talking about oh I hope she don't say lift me up so I think people need to realize folks do know their audience. They know where they are. These are performers, like real life performers. You think she gonna come out there and sing? That song don't even fit into a Rihanna set. You hear me? Right. She got 13 minutes. She ain't got time to be Pause lifting nobody to lift up. Me up. <laughs> no, but, let's hit the bangers. Let's keep it moving. But then, but you know, I was just like, it. N- it irritated me because I was like, clearly y'all not real fans. Clearly. Because y'all don't know she got a whole lineup. Lift Me Up just came out last year. She got right. bangers. She got stuff. Rihanna been doing this for a minute. Like Umbrella came out almost 20 years ago. Right. Like, y'all, it's crazy. I was like, this the only song y'all worried about is lift me up y'all stupid y'all are dumb that's i was just like i can't i can't i i couldn't get it that and then i also the comments after the performance like she wasn't giving enough it was boring i was like okay if you go back and look at uh, rihanna's performances she gonna mm-hmm. give you a show right but it's always the dancers are dancing. Yep. And she'll give you a little doop doop two doop. Step. Right. A little two step. It's always her. But Rihanna is like it's what makes Rihanna Rihanna is her vibe. And mm-hmm. it's it's like that 
that mysterious, sexy thing that she did, and she knows mm-hmm. how to bring it out on the stage. That's what Absolutely. made her huh? So she ain't got to. They was. I was like, people. I guess they was expecting a Beyonce performance. I guess so, but like they two different types of performers, and that's the thing that was bugging me through this whole like lead up to the Super Bowl is that everybody was comparing her to Beyonce or comparing her to I don't know like MJ Prince, like all of these people, and I'm like she's not that that performer. performer. She's better than J Lo, but she's not that. Right. She's not that performer. So. I don't know. I was thoroughly impressed. She did 12 songs in 13 minutes. And she was pregnant. She she put together 39 versions of her set list before figuring out, you know, what she was actually going to do. Mm-hmm. So here's her set list. So she started out with Be Better Have My Money, right? So that let me know she was coming out the gate strong. Mm-hmm. That's and I, I was telling everybody I knew, like, the first song is you're going to have to know it by, like, the first note or two notes. Right. So it, uh, so it was either going to be work, umbrella, or be better have my money, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Those were the songs that I told everybody that one of them is going to be the first song. I won on the be better have my money. Then... She goes into where have you been? I thought that was the vibey part. It got me ready to go. Listen. Oh. I don't know what it is about where have you been that makes me lose my every time. Every time I hear that song, I just want to get up and start bouncing around like I am at a damn uh, what was on part? The rage. They used to right. Have, like a rage. Like, see, I don't even like EDM, like dance hall, like that dance. Me, I don't it, like, but it's I don't like none of that. I just jumped up right now, like, I think it's the build up to it. It's fire, bro. I'll be like, okay. Okay, she's going to get every bit of this little twerk. Come Listen, on. That is, not, that is not a song that she play in the gym. Because that's not... You will fuck, you yourself, right? you will fuck yourself up in the gym trying to play that. Can you right. imagine yourself on the treadmill? No, and you, no. And that come on, you like, you like running. Where have you been all my life? Then it turned to the... You will fuck yourself up. <laughs> You will be the fam. You will slide off the fucking treadmill. <laughs> then not. she jumped into uh, "Only Girl in the World," which is cool. But then it's like we found love. That's the other one. Mm-hmm. We found love in a hopeless place. We found love in a hopeless place. Okay. Then after that, she went into "Rude Boy," and that was probably my my favorite like breakdown because it was like a different vibe to rule boy. Mm-hmm. Come here, boy, 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 boy. Come here, boy, boy. Like she broke it down so clear, so cold. Then um I'ma skip through, but then like towards the end she goes into all of the lights. When mm-hmm. she did that, I said okay. And then they did that that pan out and the stadium Ooh. was just full of lights. Ooh, come on, Listen. production team. I saw you. Listen. I saw you, production team. Give her her flowers mm-hmm. now. Y'all can say what y'all want. Oh, it wasn't enough. It was boring. You're not a fan. 
You're not a fan. You're not a fan. And it's fine. Right. It's fine. And it's fine. It's, it's, fine. it's perfectly it's, fine. It is okay. But she, yeah. She, she closed it out with diamonds. I thought the shot was so cold when they went in and you saw all the fireworks over her, mm-hmm. like going off. I was like, see, this is this is how you put it together, Reed. This is how Listen. you do it. And she kept it. She didn't do a whole. What I liked is that she she gave you enough. And I don't know who it was, but they was like, they was like they Rihanna knows that she's enough. Mm-hmm. And her her yep. presence is enough. She like, no, I don't need four, five different uh wardrobe changes for 15 minutes. They about right. to get me in this red outfit. She didn't need no guest performer. She didn't have no because coming up, popping up to do the show. All she was like, all I need is Fenty and my dance. Put them in Fenty too. Because we're gonna sell this outfit after we're done. It was it's just, I mean, you gotta get a girl her credit. Mm-hmm. You gotta get a girl her credit. Like a billionaire, my nigga. You gotta right. give her, so, her credit. I think she she did her thing. She promoted Fenty in the middle of her, Market you know, in the, the middle of the set. She marketed the shit out of all all of the Fenties, the beauty, the skin, mm-hmm. and the savage. Everything, all of it. Everything. Um, I had seen on TikTok um, earlier in the in the week, maybe like two days before the Super Bowl. Like I think it was one of her dancers uh, did a tour of her room at the hotel. Man, she hooked them up, bro. Everything in the room was fancy. They gave they, she gave them a body pedal that was shaped like a gloss bomb, uh, mm-hmm. lip gloss. She gave them all the skincare, all the makeup, like a little rug. It was like fancy every overload. So like she was definitely gonna get you know her, her money's worth. She's uh, gonna market the, the shit program. out of that. Yeah. Speaking of her red outfit, I think it's pretty dope that the outfit that she wore was inspired by the late uh, fashion icon Andre Talley. Yes. And so um, he worked with her like, on, I, I believe one of her Met Gala dresses uh, when she went to the Met Gala and he was just like obsessed with Re. And so I thought it was really cool that, you know, she uh I didn't kept I didn't catch on immediately, but I saw it later on uh Instagram. I thought it was just so cool that she yeah. did that for him. I didn't catch it either until I saw it on Instagram as well. And I thought that was pretty dope. I didn't know that they had the relationship that they had, but for mm-hmm. her to do that was dope. Like just I mean yeah, I'm on her ass. I am yes. I low-key won't, won't like this outfit that the dancers had on. Like I thought it was kind of cold. I might have to go. I might have to go on yeah, Savage the, X. The, 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 uh, now nah, I don't have to have the whole outfit. But I could do like the little boxes and uh, mm-hmm. the little netted shirt situation. You know. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of cute. Yeah, yeah. She, you know, she did her thing. Like I mean, people say what they want to say, but. I enjoyed yeah. it, and I'm I glad. I'm glad that I stayed home to watch it. Yeah, man. So a couple of a few of these family members was over here uh, for the Super Bowl, and I was like, "All right, I'm going to the basement. I need to see this." Right, like I, <laughs> I don't need nobody bothering me for this because I gotta see my boo thing. I gotta see what she doing, man. Listen, I had the liquor was in me. 
I had eight, I was ready. I'm yeah, talking about I was, was I was counting down like when they was like uh it was like down to like 10 seconds or something like that. I was like, please. Uh-huh. I was like, Lord, please don't let them throw no flag, nothing. <laughs> I was like, please run the clock, run the clock. But what blew me is that mm-hmm. I'm thinking they're gonna be like halftime and it was just gonna be like hmm and then it was nah. gonna come up I got the talking I said what the fuck well you know they had to um set it up they had to set it up the stage so they had had a good 10 minutes where they had to do that so yeah I get it um I was talking to one of my uh friends at work and he was telling me that there was a lot of chatter on Twitter about her set design um, I don't know if you know heard of this band, but they're a, a categorized as a jam ba- jam band, and they're called Fish, called P H I S H. And anywho, I guess it was a lot of uh, noise on on their Twitter um, talking about she stole the uh, set design with the uh, platforms. But I honestly thought it was a nod to Kanye West from his St. Pablo tour when he had the floating stage mm-hmm. uh, in, in the in the arena so I, I just thought the whole thing was cold I, I don't I even know what else to say right but then when I started really thinking she was pregnant I was like I want her to get down from out the sky man did you see the clip of like uh, one of her dancers actually slipped on the platform when it was like high up in the sky uh uh-uh. uh I'll send it to you after we get off the off, off recording but like man like slipped but then this dance was so cold Stood right back up, start picking it up right where they was at. I said, "Now nah, that's the cold motherfucker." Because I would have been laid down there. <laughs> I would have stayed right where the fuck I was there talking about. Take the camera off of me. <laughs> yeah. Take the yeah. camera off of me because I am not moving. Because my life, right. my life just flashed past me. I can't do it. While we talk about Rihanna, you know, I'll come back to the other um, stuff for the Super Bowl. But while we talk about Rihanna. Then she comes out today dropping these cold pictures of her ASAP and the little baby on British Vogue. Like, I saw that. I said, like, how I are said, you this cold? I said, first of all, you're going to stay on our necks, but you ain't giving us no music. I mean. Hey, man, we might as well get that up. Listen. We might as well get that up. Y'all better play Where Have You Been All My Life? Because that's about how it's going to feel when the album come out. Like. She like, nah, I'm good. Uh-uh. But I yeah, that was, cold, that was a cold cover. The whole thing was, was cold. Like, all yeah. of it. She said the coldest thing is both babies is in these pictures and she didn't even know it. Damn. <laughs> yeah, because she uh, definitely wasn't showing. Yeah, she wasn't. I said, I'm still trying to I'm still trying to find out. Like you need the timeline. I was like, so did y'all like not wait six weeks, or was it like as soon as that six weeks was? Y'all was like on it the day. Like as soon as that six weeks was up, they it was like, like, well, on the day she slipped into her. I said on the day she sprayed that fancy perfume on and slipped into her her uh, savage, and mm-hmm. ASAP was like built up, like boop. Here you go. Where have you been? Right. <laughs> uh, his sperm was his sperm was uh going to the egg like that. Me, dun 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 dun. Stupid as hell. Oh man. 
Uh, another um, guest that I enjoyed, uh, this was before the Super Bowl even started, Blue Ivy strutted her stuff out there. Let me tell you something about Blue Ivy. Girl, I'm a fan. I am a fan. No, that's she, fine, girl. She came out with her daddy and Julius. You hear me? Julius, <laughs> Julius was there on his job. Like, I gotta be. I'm gonna take care of baby girl. It's right. gonna be all right. It's gonna be all right. I said, not her coming with the big guard. <laughs> Right, because because Jay Z don't travel with him, so I know oh boy was there for Blue Ivy. But then to see Jay Z down on his knees, getting angles, <laughs> taking these pictures, he know <laughs> he know who we got, and he know the people in his family. Because had he took a picture any other way and sent it right. to Beyonce, she would have been like, "Not Sean. I don't know what right. she called him, Sean Jay, whatever she called him. She would have been like, "Not baby." Right, you, you know, don't do that, baby. Like that, you could have got a better. better angle. I said, but then I was just like, she is growing up on us. She sure is. She is becoming I, a preteen, and uh, right before I asked, so I'm pretty sure Blue Ivy has a burner IG out there somewhere. You know, like she she, she got to have a sister out there somewhere, and I am determined to find it because every time she goes out, she got her daddy. Taking pictures. pictures. <laughs> Who are you taking these pictures for? Exactly. They got to get posted somewhere. You're, she's too in tune with the world. I already know. So it's got to be a fence out there for Blue Ivy. And I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. <laughs> she would, well, she got somebody with a fan page and she like low key sending them on the slide like here. Right. Some Auntie Kelly, send this to so and so. Right. <laughs> got her aunties working on it. But I, he is not for it. But where is these twins at? Them twins got to be bad. You don't never see them outside with them. Them twins must be bad as hell. They don't so know. let me tell you, tell you something. I always see them getting on and off the plane. You know, paparazzi catching them getting off the plane. And Sir is always in somebody's arms. So I know he bad. He got to run off. He don't be listening. They got to be bad. Because they got to be about five or six now. They are. Like, me, come on, let man. Let me Google this. Hold on. The twins, they how don't never get to come outside. How old are Rumi and Sir? They just had, yeah, they definitely are like five years old. <laughs> they, they ain't putting them in commercials. Them, they got to be some. What's going on with the twins? <laughs> they what's, bad. That's what it is. They got to. They got to be. They got. I don't want to call them bad. They got to be unruly. I'll use that. They gotta be unruly. They gotta be hard. It's something. It's, Listen, because you would think you would think that now, Jay, you got a son. You got your son. You would think that he would be taking him to the games, or maybe Jay like you know he ain't ready yet. He's too young. Like because Jay said, right. you know he could take Blue because he could kick like he could take Blue to the games because like now she got the age where it's like. She kind of goes that she could fend for herself, but it's like, yeah, he like, yeah, she good, you know. She probably be with the other little celebrity preteen kids, and mm-hmm. they be over there with they uh sneaky Instagram pages that they are under different names, right? And, and, uh, and you know he could still drink and have a good time, you know, and do his thing. I, if he was with, yeah, I guess that. So I Google how old they were. Why on almost every article or like little preview it says the rarely seen twins. <laughs> they are hardly ever. You don't see them. 
Yeah. I'm like, damn, they can't up. even get in a um a Ivy Park ad. No, they did. So I think that's the last time we might have seen them. It was in the one where the maroon and um the maroon one. They they were in that at that um campaign. Oh damn. I'm gonna yeah. see if I can find a picture for you, but like they was in the, they were in the one where they had on the maroon, but that was like, pinkish. That was two years ago, I think. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, let them kids out. Yeah, I'm gonna start a campaign. What's that? Free, free Rumi and uh, what's the other one name? Sir. Damn, no, I can't remember that. <laughs> it's okay. Cause I'm old. Okay. I'm like free Rumi and Sir. Let them kids out. You stupid. Well, so yesterday was Valentine's Day. How was your Valentine's Day, boo? <laughs> now you know damn well. I mean, it was cool. I had a nice... It was, a, you know, first first Valentine's Day single in a long time. But it was mm-hmm. cool. You know, my job did a little sweet bar, so I went upstairs and got that, then came home, fixed me something to eat, took a shower and went to bed. Made me a little pink cocktail. Took the shower and went to bed. Okay. Okay. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess I can... I bought these shoes just because I wanted them. But I guess I could say about that, you know, treating myself to a pair of kicks. I, you know. Ooh, I need to hear what you get. What kind of shoes you Some get? Some ones. I mean, mids. Nothing. What color? They are... Um, so they got a different... Some put people some places I call them the Jordan One Noble. I've seen the Jordan One like Seahawk or something like that. So they're like green with a blue, they're like a pine green with a Oh, I a, see them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said, Ooh, nigga, damn, you quick on the Googles. Yeah, I'm Googling today. I see them. Those are decent. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I can't wait to see her getting ready with me. You hear me? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Those fire, those fire. So I don't know. I guess that that was my Valentine's Day gift to myself. How was yours? First, um, first, first of all, day as a married woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So first of all, let me say I am glad that you not the whole hum. Oh, I was single. I didn't do anything, and you took care of yourself. I think that that's real dope. Like, yeah, I, I mean, what else was I gonna do? I mean, I mean, you know, you got the ones out there like, man, fuck it. I ain't fuck, fuck Valentine's Day. Shit. Nah. I ain't got no Valentine's Shit. No, nah, that's dumb. No, nah, but it was pretty dope. So, um, so yesterday was Valentine's Day. I attempted to surprise the with, like, I, I attempted to surprise him with lunch. I knew, like, so, like, because at a Super Bowl and then like I, I was just like chilling most of the weekend I didn't do our normal meal prep stuff and so I was like alright let me send him some of his favorite foods or whatever he loves Mediterranean shit so I ordered him like some chicken shawarma plate and mm-hmm. uh, some pita chips and a, a fucking cookie that's not like that's not real to me yeah right it's not NAFNA it wasn't NAFNA but it was you know in, around the lines yeah. so you know, I'm like, all right, I can do Uber Eats. They go give it to the little security dude. They go ship it upstairs because you know he works at the, he works at the Willis Tower. For those okay. that don't, don't know, it's a highly secure building. It's one of the tallest buildings in the world. Or not. So uh, it's pretty hard to kind of uh, get in there. So I I just knew it was gonna be easy, mind you. Twelve o'clock, 
I have a meeting with our full executive team, including the CEO and president of the hospital that I work for. Uh, and so I'm like, I, I was just going to be easy. I'm going to have that taken care of. I'm going to walk in here. I'm going to handle my meeting. And uh, I walk into this boardroom with these SVPs and presidents and stuff. And my phone start ringing off the hook. And it's the Uber driver. I can't drop it off. And then I'm like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I'm trying to surprise my husband for Valentine's Day. The president was like, you're doing better than me. I got seven ninety-nine flowers from the grocery store last night. She told me I got to do better. I said, okay. Yeah, at least they're not upset. They was cool about it. So right. after I got that situation, it was cool. But then I get back to my desk and I get a text message from D. We don't really text each other during the day like we both are pretty busy mm-hmm. I don't even really text a lot during the day at all so he uh was like are you gonna be at your desk the next few minutes I'm just like yeah I got calls I'm about to be on the phone bro like I ain't got nothing to do I'm gonna be right here and then I get a text like um can you come downstairs and get me I'm like get you what is this man doing at my office <laughs> right so uh, I was like, nah, but you should be able to come up. I'm on 20. Uh, you know, I'm, he thought was, uh, he got the numbers mixed up. I was like, nah, it's 23. Just come on up. I have, And then I uh, text. I teamed one of my coworkers. I was like, man, can you let D up? He coming up on the elevator because our floor is locked down. You can't get on if you don't right. work there. So uh, he come in my office. This man hand delivers me some roses and a oh, nice little a nice nice little vase with a cute little handwritten note. I said, oh, come on, newlyweds. <laughs> Keep the romance going. Don't let the marriage be the end. That's exactly. just the beginning. Keep the, ma- keep the romance going. Yeah. So, you know, he had already told me um, yesterday morning that um, when he got off work, he was go meet me at my job after work. So, I was like, all right, bet, whatever. I didn't know what was going on. I thought we were just go get something to eat. Mm-hmm. So I got I got him some Japanese whiskey. Like he like two years ago, like literally right before COVID hit, we had went to this whiskey bar for his birthday. Mm-hmm. And he started he did a little flight and he fell in love with this ja- some Japanese whiskey. And so I got him two of those, two bottles of different Japanese whiskeys. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm I'm doing something. This man picks me up. He's like, I, you know, this is your budget. You, let's go to Neiman's. Let's go to Saks. Let's go, let's go figure out what, what you want to spend. I said, bruh. I, I knew what I was doing when I said, I, I ain't gonna put what I said out there. But you know, <laughs> I knew what I was doing when I sent that text. I said, because it was like, so y'all, we were going to record yesterday on Valentine's Day. Yeah. And then I said, now wait a minute. I said, we ain't finna record on their first Valentine's Day as a married couple. So I yeah. hit my girl, and plus I was kind of tired anyway. So it kind of worked out. But I was just like, no. Yeah, you you gotta spend your Valentine. She said, "Take care of your husband." In so many words, that's what I said. <laughs> use, your, use your imagination. Use your imagination. But if you listen to this podcast you. long enough, you, you know, know us, <laughs> right? 
But yeah, and it's it, I'm you know what I'm a always as long as I am on the side rooting for y'all, I'm a always champion to keep the romance going in y'all marriage. Because Thank you. I appreciate that. Because you know it's off off topic, but I was um listening to a conversation. Was that Monday? And they was talking about um. Black love ain't real. It's gone. And I just like, I am so glad and blessed that I got some real solid friends because I don't know what the fuck y'all be saying. Yeah. But because they like, yeah, black love ain't real. And folks be out here uh, telling you to leave your man. I'm like, yeah, I don't know who the fuck, what y'all be listening to or what y'all know. But People I know is solid. We champion for each other. We support each exactly. other. And we ain't doing that. And as long as I can, I'm always, unless you know, shit go. Right. And then I'm going to be like, well, fuck the romance. Let's put let's whoop that trick shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> But for right for right now, the man is he is doing he is doing well. You hear me? Listen, he, and we're going to job. we're going to champion that that it continues because that's a good look. I love it. Yeah, so you know, got me a a new little bag or whatever. Okay, and, uh, bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. It's reversible. It's okay. a little mini tote. You know, I don't like huge purses, and so, but but I am starting to get into bags. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy with what I'm happy with my purchase. I'm surprised you went, unless I don't know what the budget was, but I'm surprised you didn't go for the tote we saw at Nordstrom's. Uh, yeah, that's a little was a little bit over the budget okay. I was provi- provided. That's why I said I don't know what the budget was about <laughs> my business, but <laughs> but uh, I still went over budget a little bit, but it was like fifteen percent off, so okay. I didn't go, I didn't break the bank, like so I did, I did a good, I did good. Okay, so, okay, okay. You yeah. know, you know, we not like, and we don't like go too crazy for Valentine's Day. I think you you see us like we travel together all the time we look out for each other all the time and so it's like valentine's day yeah it's it's a it's a big day you know for the world but like for us it's just an additional day that we're gonna you know show each other as you know, it, how much we mean to one each other yeah as it should be because everything else if you it got to a point that one time valentine was a was all about doing it for the ground yeah. but i noticed that either Either that or just like, well, I'm gonna say this. Social media was kind of what well, Instagram was kind of doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna say all around. Like, it was kind of a chill, low key vibe. I didn't see a lot of gift exchange. What I did see was mm-hmm. a lot of celebration of uh, couples and a lot of celebration of married couples. So, yeah. shout out to y'all. So, just uh, thank you, boo. You know that that whole thing. So shout out to y'all. I was here for it. I enjoyed it. You know, I still love love. I know that's right. Just because stuff like I look, I like the positivity because I know a lot of people once they go through some bullshit, they really don't be trying. They're not like in all that. But like, what's the purpose? Like you, you throw out the energy that you want to receive. So 
No, my my situation just told me. All right, yeah. Next one, we got to be married up. I'm not doing this bullshit no more. That's all I said. Mm -hmm. So that's what that's what I'm on now. Like, yeah, next one gonna be husband. He got to Okay. If 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 I don't see that, then it ain't we. we, I'm too old. Too old to be somebody damn girlfriend. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel you, sis. So yeah. So no, that's where I'm at. But as I was perusing the gram i did notice a few like let's talk a little bit about some of the celebrity stuff that was out there okay uh, so i think party being offset you know love it love them or hate them they still together they making it work you know they got all these babies they have this collabo with mcdonald's it's called the cardi b and offset meal and so in this meal you get a cheeseburger a side of barbecue sauce, a quarter pound of a cheese, <laughs> two large fries. No, a one, large fry. One large fry. Oh, right. A large fry, two drinks, and an apple pie. I I love y'all, but let's not like we gotta stop promoting these things in the black community, man. This motherfucking meal has two thousand one hundred and seventy-five calories in one sitting. Like I know somebody is buying this for themselves. I already know well, it. I hope not. I hope. I well. Come on now. It's to eat a quarter pounder and a cheeseburger. You so, know somebody is well, going to eat that by themselves. A, it's, it's, a couple. It's, it's supposed to be for a couple. So okay. I will hope that a motherfucker ain't going in there ordering it for themselves. But as a couple meal, I thought that it made sense. Like it's cute. It's cute. And I like the fact that they didn't do no weird shit. Like it won like a um a, a cheeseburger with a uh egg McMuffin in it or some stupid shit. You know, cause right. how old girl, what was her name? Did her meal with all that stupid shit. Like I like the fact that it was simple. Cardi got her cheeseburger Mm-hmm. Um, they gonna share the fries. It's cute. Quarter pounder. They gonna share their fries, and they both got um drinks. I was surprised. I thought Cardi had the orange. Mm-hmm. And Offset no, got the Coca Cola. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know. But I thought it was cute. I thought it was a cute little meal. I'm not mm-hmm. getting a damn. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not either. I'm not getting a cheeseburger. Now I I fucks with McDonald's. I'm just not getting I, a cheeseburger. I'm the. I have to be in the mood. I just need French fries and chicken nuggets. That's all I need. For That's one of my go tos. But you know what? Another one. I don't know if I want to say it on air. <laughs> oh boy, text it to me. I post. No, nah, I put it. I put, <laughs> not text it. I post it. No, nah, I put it out there. So what I like to get, I like the Big Macs, hmm. but I don't mm-hmm. like. I don't like that all the bread that come in it. And so what I get is a daily double, hold the hold the tomatoes with mac sauce. Okay, so her ass is at McDonald's having it her way. You hear me? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> they be like, oh, special order. <laughs> yeah. And I order it online. So they like, oh, not only is it this bougie hit, they know it's me. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Felicia here, y'all. Give her yeah. her burger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give her her daily double with a uh, Max sauce. Yep. So, on top of that, um, 
what's this girl's name? Lori Harvey and Damson Idris um, celebrated their first Valentine's Day together. And he wrote her a little note and it said, I've realized it has been exactly 100 days since your beautiful silver dress. Thank God for that dance every day since with you by my side has been my favorite movie. I can't wait till we hit a thousand months. Happy Valentine's Day, baby. I love you. Love. They will be broken up <laughs> by next week. Soon as they decide, soon as niggas start professing their love for Lori, she be like, I I pick some, get somebody else to do it. Mm-mm, get somebody else she is yeah, she, she like she's like honey i'm here for a good time not a long time exactly she's not for she is not for it so we'll see how long this continues to last but i, I might say that uh that note was written on a cartier card so she probably got a really nice gift i i'm starting to wonder if these <laughs> high profile relationships that she be in mm. is a clout move Mm. on both ends do it do it benefits because how how um convenient is it that they're now dating his show is about to come to an end and what he needs something he needs something he got to stay relevant so start dating Lori harvey your name will still be in there because everybody loves her and then because your name is big the producers and his ex will want to work with you because they know your name is going to carry some weight. Yep. We'll see. We'll see. Um, going down the list, it looks like um, Ari got a new truck from Moneybag. Yo, I feel like they always giving each other cars and, and stuff like that for these big days. I don't know. I don't know if I want a car for a gift, especially if it's leased or I got to pay a note for it. You can just keep that. If you ain't going to buy it outright, don't don't give it to me. Hell no. That ain't no gift. Yeah, it's a bill. That's a um, bill. Then, do you uh, you know who Saucy Santana is, right? Oh, I thought you said Saucy. I'm like, who the fuck? I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I this is the most interesting couple in the world to me. Now, we all know that he's gay, but he is dating. I don't know if you remember this guy. He's been on ba- Basketball Wives and then Love and Hip Hop LA. Zell Swag. He oh, is. yeah. So we knew he was gay too. So like he's like a fashion. Um, That's who we dated. Uh, yes, I'm gonna send you the link, girl. Listen, That's they've been no. getting. That's not the same. Wait a minute. That's girl, not. Who... Hold on, girl. I'm about to text it to you right. <laughs> That's girl. not who he had in his pictures, is it? Girl, they he they've been hanging out a lot. And I think uh, they had went somewhere and somebody was like, y'all go together? <laughs> and he ain't answered the question. But then yesterday on Valentine's Day, they definitely were spending a lot of time together and in a room right. with gifts and all kinds of stuff. I thought so. he was with somebody else. Well, now you know this is who he with. So they, they definitely together. Um. 
So it, moving along, uh, looks like J-Lo and Ben Affleck got quote-unquote matching tattoos. So she got a tattoo that says Jennifer and Ben, and then he got a tattoo like on his wrist or something that has two air two arrows and a J and a B on it. So look like that they are really uh, affirming that they are a, a real life couple and they here to stay. But you know you could get tattoos removed nowadays. So I mean. Shit, they look like a real life couple when she was cursing his ass out at the Grammys. Definitely, that made it real. That <laughs> made it real for me. Real. She was like, "No, get, no, you can't go smoking. Shut up, sit down." <laughs> do you uh do you follow these people on TikTok that uh be reading celebrity lips and what they? Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> so that was that one came on one of the people that I follow. I think I follow maybe it was just before you paid. And first it started off with Jay-Z asking Beyonce, hey, you want your drink? <laughs> She's like, uh-uh, I don't want that. <laughs> it cut to Ben and J-Lo, and, he, and it looked like he said, I'm about to go out and smoke. And she's like, no, no smoking today. Uh, it was really funny because it really did look like she was telling him that he can't be smoking at the damn Grammys. But anyway, they definitely looked like a real couple arguing that um, shit and, and that, that wasn't the realest shit ever she was giving him and it was so funny she was giving him the business and then she looked up and the camera was right there and she gave that little she fake smile she said okay alright we good hey. <laughs> I love him I mm-hmm. said well we know who run we know who run that motherfucker that's clear as day um, Chloe Bailey I'm st- I love her. I'm not gonna lie. I love Chloe Bailey. Me too. And I think I'm tired of seeing her ass. No, wait a minute. No. Okay, I was getting confused. I like Chloe. I love Haley. Okay. I I love Chloe. Haley, I feel like she's in a bad situation. I'm gonna just leave that alone because I always that, shit that. I I was some stuff, but you know I'll be paying attention to these little babies. Well, they're young, so that's why I'm like, whatever. Like, him, his ex girlfriend was talking all kind of shit on the internet. I'm not talking about that today because I'm yeah, grown. I ain't got not, time for that. Yeah, I, we don't give a shit. But I'm a, but Chloe, I love her to death. I just need her to keep some clothes on sometimes. And I'm not trying to be mean, but I think I'm trying I to just want people, I want women to put, I don't know. I don't know if it's coming with age, but I really just want women to put clothes on. All together, I feel like it's just too much nowadays, right? Like people be wearing lingerie out as outfits, the cuts in these dresses. Oh yeah, like you showing your what I call it, your coochie fat. (laughs) Yes, the coochie fat was real. (laughs) (laughs) They out here, they is out here showing coochie fat like (laughs) nice. When I say coochie fat, I'm not talking about the fupa. I'm talking about mm-hmm. the actual coochie yes. fat. Like, yeah, they doing way too much. And... Like we is out here showing vaginas and nipples and ass cracks, and I'm just like, and I don't be one to give me and no credit, but like I I completely understand why they don't give a fuck about what they say or how they treat y'all because 
y'all really be out here. Like, I don't know what to say. Y'all be yeah, out here. There's no imagination. They ain't got to work for nothing. All Just, they got to do is open the internet and be like, well, there's my dose of ass for the day. Like, right. Can we make it a little harder? Like, I don't I just, understand. I mean, can I just? I am here for the modesty. I'm just, I'm, I'm here for modesty. I think I you think, can, I think you can be covered and you can still be sexy. I've always, I agree. I've always said that. I've always championed that. That yeah. you don't have to show your ass to be sexy. Take, even though Rihanna will show her ass, but. Take let's go back a second, Rihanna, for example. Like it's something about her. I always said sexy is a vibe, it is an energy, it is a yeah. attitude. You either got it or you don't. Think about when she wore that Swarinsky crystal dress that was essentially see-through, but it still wasn't too revealing, if you right. know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, we could see a little bit, but like it was still something. Classy or fashionable about it. Now yeah. they got just be like, "Coochie cat. ass crack." <laughs> they like so. They be like, "So, what's your inspiration for your look?" Coochie cat. I'm good. Okay. I just I'm about to end the episode right here because if you say it one more time, <laughs> I'm just I'm sick of it. I'm sick yeah, of so it. She she made a post to let everybody know she her own Valentine and then like showed up her ass again. So yeah, yeah. Um, shade room. I do appreciate them because they know the details, and I do realize we ain't seen Meg since the beginning of that trial, and so they posted um party her boyfriend's story, and you can see it's her. And, and party just doing a quick shot and it's a heart-shaped shot glass and that was really oh, cute. Okay. But like, yeah, they chilling. Like, it's kind of crazy. Like, we re- we really ain't seen Meg in about a good three months. But I mean, honestly, do you blame her? Because y'all... I y'all, don't blame her at y'all all. Y'all trashed her to shit during that trial. I would, you wouldn't see me either. Let me take this time. Let me gather myself. Let me mm-hmm. do some therapy. Let me chill. Let me go do some trips. Let me do what I got to do, and then I come back. But until then, y'all kiss my ass and keep wondering where I'm at. <laughs> right. Um. Then we have um, Yo Gotti and Angela Simmons. If this isn't the evidence of manifestation, I don't know what is. <laughs> this man said he wanted him, Angela Simmons, and he got himself. Angela Simmons and she seems to be head over heels mm-hmm. in love with this man and I'm here for it. I think it's really cute. I am here for anybody that's in happy, healthy relationships. All right, so I had two more stories and then we could we could move on. Um so I didn't watch this movie and it's okay. I'm not paying for all these extra streaming services that y'all paying for. But um I guess um, Monique, the comedian, is in this movie that's on BET Plus called The Reading. Did you see it? I read it? it. I watched it. What is your, what's your opinion of the movie, first of all? So the movie was okay. Mm-hmm. Monique was hilarious. Like, you got to give it up for Monique. Monique is, a, she is talented. She does her thing on yeah. screen. So she definitely carried the movie and she made the movie and 
if it was supposed to be like a comedic horror movie or whatever it's supposed to do, it mm-hmm. did that. Now, it did get a little loopy and a little janky on the editing side, but oh, it was a Tubi special. It, it not Tubi, but it, it it was definitely along those. It was giving BET ish. Like I don't, yeah. That's all I'm gonna say about that. It's Black History Month, but <laughs> um, yeah, it was giving a little. It was giving BET for sure. So, um, yeah, I enjoyed it though. But it so, was definitely giving B movie, but Monique definitely did a thing in it. Yeah, I've heard good reviews about the movie. I think what I heard was that she's unintentionally funny like it's not supposed to be funny but because it's her it ends up being funny so and, uh, I don't know if she was unintentionally funny but the shit was funny <laughs> you like fuck all that I laughed I no I hollered I screamed <laughs> I cackled it like she was like man fuck the- <laughs> yeah. yeah it was good it was good. It was some good scenes. And like she, like I said, she had a lot of memorable moments in that movie, and I enjoyed it. Okay. So, Sherry Shepard and Ken Whitley have a podcast, and on this podcast, they were talking about the movie, and now they beefing with Monique because they said, you know, that she did have an incredible performance in the reading but they brought up the fact that um, you know she always gets in trouble for her personality and so like now Monique is like I saw it put- <laughs> I saw it and I think that I think it's one of those things where it's like Monique took it out of context and let's, let's mm-hmm. and, and the words of um, Ayana Let's call a thing a thing. You do, your mouth do be getting you in situations. That was trouble. Right. Was was trouble the right time? That's that that's somatics. The whole the at the end of the day, your mouth do be putting you in situations, and you do be clashing with other celebrities. A lot of people and a lot of people, and a lot of it don't even be necessary. It be a lot of shit that she end up blowing up and, and taking it out of proportion. And right. I think a lot of that is because of her husband being her ear. Yep. Or he don't, he either be in her ear or he don't have the wherewithal to be like, come on, babe. Yep. I'm with it. I, and I agree with you. I was going to say the exact same thing. I think she really didn't understand what they were saying. Um, they even mentioned that, you know, a lot of times black comics are underrated and she took that as a negative as well. But it is true. true. Like a lot of times we don't get the same shine as other comics. We have to be, we have to cross over or do something where we're being noticed. Like, you know, Eddie Murphy wasn't initially, you know, this big comedian that everybody thought, but he eventually, because he started doing different movies, you know, the Beverly Hills Cops and, you know, 48 Hours, not 48 Hours, child. What was I about to say? What's the goddamn Christmas one? Anyway, I'll come back to that. I've been drinking. But, 
um, once he started doing different movies on different levels, that's when he started to cross over. Same thing for Kevin Hart. He wasn't the immediate wow. draw to the Caucasian audience, and it's all good. But like, you can't get mad when people are stating facts. It is what it is. Right. Yeah, I just think she be doing too much. I agree. Uh, last story I have. Uh, so we all know that uh, Virgil Abloh, um, may he rest in peace, was the last creative director for designer Louis Vuitton. And so mm-hmm. I thought that was a big deal. You know, you got a dude from Chicago, you know, cool with yay, cool DJ, fashion designer, and now he is the main creative voice for Louis Vuitton. And I'll never forget that fashion show when he first became the creative director and Kanye went over to Paris and was front row of the fashion show. They had that big hug. And it really just was like the peak because they talked about that shit for, for a long time. And mm-hmm. he had finally, finally made it, finally accomplished his dreams. And so um, Louis Vuitton rode with Virgil all the way up until, you know, he passed away um a couple years ago, I think it is now. Yeah. So um, they named a new creative director and it is Pharrell Williams. Um, I'm really interested to see what Pharrell is going to do because Pharrell's style is different. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's B-boy kind of, you know, old school with a, with a little futuristic flair. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what he brings to, to the Louis Vuitton brand. Right. Yeah. I saw that today. I saw him with the Lucky had like a scarf or something like that. So yeah, that's you yep. know, come on, Pharrell uh, and Louis Vuitton and Black History Month. I know that's right. Well, we will be right back. This episode is brought to you by Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is a brand that focuses on convenience and sustainability. This coffee concentrate is definitely something you shouldn't miss. With Javi Coffee's variety of flavors like French vanilla, mocha, and caramel, you can be your own barista without compromising the taste and quality. It's not magic, but it definitely feels that way. Plus, it's super cheap. Use Fee's exclusive 20% off offer by using the link sip.javicoffee, that's J-A-V-Y-C-O-F-F-E-E dot com slash discount slash Felicia89034. You'll get 20% off your order. And now back to the episode. We are back and it is time for Girl Talk. Mm-hmm. Today, today we got a little interesting topic, you know, like a little, little interesting topic. So if we think back to Think Like a Man, um, the book written by Steve Harvey as well as the movie, one of the rules in the book for women was to withhold sex from men for 90 days and you know not everybody follows that I think you know even in today's society some women are trying that to see if it works or whatever over the past few days me and your girl have seen some outlandish things on the internet with men coming up with their own 90 day rules and we want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm going to read off nine rules that some man with a microphone <laughs> decided to put on the internet. So men, 90 day rules. Number one, no paying for dates. Okay. Number two, no daily texting. Number three, no kissing, hugging, or sex. Number four, no picking her up from her place. Number five, no helping her with her kids if she has any. Number six, no displays of emotion. Number seven, no displays of public affection. Number eight, no meeting her friends or family. Lastly, no helping her with anything. What is happening Child. in the world? First of all, I... To me, if you meet someone, now the, let me just say for Felicia, me, she, I, um, the 90 day thing is like, at this point, I could probably do the 90 days, because child. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, sis. I'm sorry. But I'm just saying, like, um, but I just feel like if if you tell someone that you're dating you meet somebody um and then y'all start dating you say well look i'm kind of chilling i want to make sure i want to see um and if they flip out like that well they didn't already show up their hands so for a man mm-hmm. to come up with these set of rules as to what he's not gonna do because you're not gonna give him no butt for 90 days that just lets you know he off back is showing you that one he is not really he like it, it. It comes off as even if it ain't it is if even if it's not what it is, it comes off as I'm only pursuing you for some some ass. I agree with you one thousand percent because what I feel like this man is doing is equating all of these things for what he deserves and that what that is is mass like right he's saying i'm not paying for no dates till i get no booty right and, and the it it also gives this thing of i'm entitled i did this i did this so i'm entitled to mm-hmm. your body right you know and that's that's not and that's not what the whole 90 days was even about the it's, 90 days was really about like how sex changes your point of view and skews things when you're in that early stages of trying to get to know each other. Exactly. And then not only that, but let's be real. If we're dating, if we're dating and you're if you don't have I'm just stick to what I said. If if we're dating and we meet and you have a, a adverse reaction to that. No, is that what I'm trying to say? Let me get my thoughts. Oh, what I'm saying is this. If the man, if you meet a man, if the man is dating and he's dating with the intention of, I am looking for my wife, I am looking mm-hmm. to date seriously, then um, it, it won't be a thing of well, I'm not going to do this until you do this because and he might be okay with waiting those 90 days because he also wants to if he's dating 
seriously with the intent of I am looking for my wife. I am looking for something serious. The way that he goes about dating you is going to be different anyway. So he, it, that whole, well, I'm not going to be taking care of your kids and I'm not. Did nobody ask you for that? Right. Let's start there. Like nine times out of ten, when you first start dating somebody and you first meet them, you're not expecting for them to be paying no bills, helping you with your kids, or exactly. doing all of that. So one, why is that like is that supposed to like intimidate me to be like, oh no, I'll give you some butt if you buy my son a happy meal? Like, shut right. up, you sound dumb. Like we adults. Like, so what happened if she ain't got no kids? Exactly. So my thing, the thing that got me on this entire list was the daily texting because so we don't communicate, right? We can't talk, bro. Like I understand, like you mad, you don't want to pay for nothing extra. All right, whatever. But if I'm trying to get to know somebody, that's a form of communication. And in today's world, nobody really picks up the phone to talk. People text and that's right. how you communicate. So now I can't communicate with you day to day. Like that's sh- that's really showing me like you're not all you're not into right. me. You're so not, you're not feeling this. Right. So it goes back to you're showing you already showed me your hand. So if that's how you feel, then you can go on and kick rocks. Because that's I you know, you already showed me what you want and I've already been told you where I'm at. And honestly, I think that even if you're not if you're not even on the whole I'm waiting 90 days you know I think that it's still I think that this is a great conversation stay a starter if you're just meeting somebody and y'all just starting to date to see what mm-hmm. his angle is for it because if he has this type of attitude towards it that's a red flag sis run exactly right run if he has a negative attitude towards you towards you just saying like oh I think that's kind of cool and he like oh no nah, that's bullshit because why if you're gonna hold out for 90 days then why I get to, why I gotta take you on dates and spend my money oh, okay so I see where you're going you feel like because you took me on a date that you entitled to have sex or you exactly. showing me or you're showing me that the oh, that that's your first thought process is I want to have sex that just shows if that's all that you are thinking about Right. Because a real man who is really dating with intentions doesn't care like if he's starting to show emotions or public displays of affection or coming to pick you up for a date. They don't care about none of that and, at and, all. And the whole you don't want to meet family or friends, that lets me know right then and there where you already at. Because if you're dating with the intention of I want to I want to date seriously i am looking for my mate i'm looking for a partner i'm looking for somebody to be potentially my wife and you're saying that in those 90 days that we're dating i don't want to meet your friends or family because we're not having sex basically you don't even want to get to know me because we're not having sex you're not trying to you're not trying to even find out if i am a match for you because we're not having sex you're only basing so you're only willing to to want to do those things and further um, uh, invest to get to know me if we're having sex? That's trash. It is trash. That's it's trash. Like, like, at this point, 
we don't even need to talk. <laughs> Clearly, this is all you care about. Listen. And I shouldn't be forced or I shouldn't feel like I have to give you give you a piece of me just so that you can you show know, interest. Exactly. All these things that you listed are how men show that they are interested in women, right? right. Like, oh, oh, once a woman kind of like starts calling you, texting you, whatever, every day, she, you know, giving you these signals, these cues, you might be able to hit, bro. Like, that's how we tell y'all, like, we kind of feeling y'all. Like, it's how we talk to y'all, how we communicate. You know, just the little way we touch you here, there, or wherever. So, like, it's it's little it's little stuff. And if you put up these barriers where we can't, there's no PDA, and I'm not showing you nothing. You know, I don't okay. waste my time. Right. It's okay. okay. Somebody else will like it. And then not only that though, but y'all like, even if she don't wait the ninety days, some of y'all so ass backwards. That even if she don't wait the 90 days, y'all still don't know what to do. Y'all still don't know how to pursue right. And you show you end up eventually, it don't matter if a woman wait two days, three days, three weeks, or 90 days. Y'all are eventually going to show your card if your intentions is not pure. So let's just throw that out the window. It don't really matter. The good thing is that though, the 90 days is... Again, it just that already just kind of like weaves out a lot of the bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if you wait that them 90 days, 30, 60, 90 days, or whatever the case may be, if you can wait that time, then you already can see. It gives you a chance to clearly see that person for what they was, and your your judgment ain't clouded because he didn't bust it. You know, he didn't mm-hmm. get you down real good. So. I'm at, especially now, where I'm at now in my life, I'm okay. Like I said, I'm that 90 days sound real good. And especially with where I'm at when it comes to dating, like I said, I'm dating with intentions. I'm not trying to be nobody's girlfriend for another uh, six years, four score, and seven years. I'm not trying to do that. (laughs) I'm not, we're not doing that for the second half of my life. I am not trying to I am not trying to be nobody's girlfriend at this big age of 45 so so we ain't like I'm just at this age the way that my thought process of dating is if I gotta hold out 90 days to really see then I'm gonna do that cause in them 90 days you better believe I'm doing what I need to do I'm checking you out. I'm checking your temperature. I'm seeing what you're about. Uh, I want to figure, because for me, at this age, and where I'm at, at this stage, like, I ain't, we don't, I don't need four or five years to figure out if we get married or not. If I'm, if you my husband or not. Shit, that first conversation, like, yeah, this ain't it. <laughs> It's really easy to start figuring these things out, but once you start putting up barriers to connection, then there's no purpose in moving forward. If you were, if you you're not gonna have a connection if your focus is why we can't have sex in ninety days, right? 
or are you saying I'm not paying for nothing? I'm not picking you up. I'm not doing this, that, and this. Okay, well, then kick rocks. There's no connection coming because, like, what is it? Like, she a girl could go out with her friends to get treated better than that. Well, go exactly, and that's why you know what. That's why it's a lot of men out here now that got that's on microphones talking crazy <laughs> because women just well we ain't listen. If I if my girls can support me, lift me up, have my back, and all that other stuff, I'm not saying I don't need no man. But what I'm saying is, if I can have peace and happiness and joy on my own. I am not willing, and I'm pretty sure I can speak for some other women. I know I can even do that because I just said earlier, stop speaking for other people. I'm going to speak for myself. If I can have peace and joy and happiness in my life as a single woman, I damn sure ain't fin to disrupt that just to have a piece of a man. No, that's right. Like, I want a husband. I'm praying for one. I'm praying that God works on my heart to be a good wife. But at Come the same Sierra's prayer. But at the no, nah, not Sierra. But at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, like the brother Paul said, even though I don't even sign up for Paul, but like the brother Paul said in the Bible, God, if it's for me to be single, mm. I will do that too. Come on now. You better quote the word. Well, yeah. So uh sir. You can your list of your ninety days. You'll be see you in a pit of hell of loneliness. Well, that's all we have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that right there. I ain't even got to add nothing else. Right. Uh, so, if you have a question, something, a topic that you would like to hear our opinions on, why don't you shoot us an email at the number two chicks, T A L K I N S H Y T, at gmail.com. You can always hit us up in our um, messages. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. Uh, we would love to answer your questions and talk about the topics that you all would like to hear. Um, sis, what else you got? Um, just some two things. Well, first, I want to say um, we are sending prayers to the student staff and the family members of um, Michigan State University after they just yeah. went through that mass shooting that was just so unnecessary. But I do uh, have some two two stories, and we're gonna make it quick because we didn't held y'all enough. Um. Uh, some shit. I done found some shit. So the first one that I found, um, a Montgomery County woman, where is this at? In Texas, um, is being accused of abandoning her two young children at home for nearly two months. And yeah, they said, but the whole time, sis, while her kids is at home fending for food. Sis is posting pictures of her somewhere else on Instagram and everything else. And how they end up finding the kids um, was that the oldest girl, and she's not even the oldest. It's, I think it was like a 14-year-old. It's a 14-year-old, a 12-year-old, and like a 2- or 3-year-old. And the 14-year-old jetted and left the other two by themselves. They, had, they just moved mm-hmm. to Texas. 
she didn't have been registered for school or anything like that. And the oldest, the oldest child, um, was asking her dad to send them food. Like I guess once they ate all the food in the house, she was asking yeah. her dad to Uber eat them food. Oh man! And uh, I think he got suspicious. And he eventually ended up because I think he was in LA. He got suspicious. Yeah, he's a music producer or something. Right, like right, that, right. Yeah. yeah. And so he got um he got suspicious and I think he caught a flight to um to see what was going on. And that's how they found her. And I think they still haven't caught the mother. She on the run now. Hey bro G, this <laughs> this pissed me off to a whole other level. Like a whole other level. How do you leave your preteen or teenage child home with, with a, a, school, a, with a, a little baby by themselves with not, barely anything to eat? Like, are you kidding me? And you on the ground taking pictures and shit. Sure. Like some people. of these people, some of these people be doing entirely. They belong under the jail like they don't have the mental capacity to be trying to do social media and be parent and life at the same time like it ain't that serious and so i'm pretty sure you heard this one um a cup starbucks charged a couple over four thousand dollars for some coffee no no i didn't i'd be so mad i'd be so mad so they went in um where was they at oklahoma so they were Oklahoma. They was in the Starbucks in Oklahoma. They ordered their two cups of coffee, and they ended up being charged four thousand five hundred fifty-six dollars and twenty-seven cents. And it was something about a glitch in the system, and um, they like they said like Starbucks charged them a tip or something like that. Like it messed them up. I think they was getting ready to go on a trip. They couldn't go on a trip. Aww. And um, they saying like Starbucks still ain't really said it, gave them their money back. Like I think they said they sent them a, a check and a check bounced or something like that. Like, Damn. Right. Damn. That's, that's wild. Right. So I hope they got it together. Um, yeah. That's crazy. Right, yeah. So, watch your receipts when you order from Starbucks. That's why I don't do no tips on the doggone app. I ain't got time for it. Right. No, I don't do no tips. I well, one, I I use the Starbucks app. So. I do use the Starbucks app, but I'm never giving them a tip over the app. I'm sorry. No, I I'm apologize, Starbucks folks, but uh, uh, I don't, I don't be giving tips over the app either. I don't even think they give you the option to do that. They do. It's oh. like you have to do it like after Mm-mm. you place your order. But I be the fucked around. Get somebody else to do it. I be the fucked around and found out myself. So nah, I ain't. I'm good on that one. So that's all I have. All right, y'all. It's been real this week. But listen, check us out on the interwebs. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Hit the follow so you don't miss anything from the two chicks. But you know, until next time, sis, what should they be doing? Drink water, mind your business, and be a blessing. Peace.